Hello, hello. It is a beautiful Mercury Day morning in Los Angeles. I'm hoping I can get through this because it seems I'm having to orchestrate and strategize when I'm able to even do this pod because, well, for one, I'm like extremely inconsistent. And two, every single time I want to jump on here, something just happens to get in my way. And it seems that my building and everything just seems to get louder right when I want to do what I want to do. And it's just, um, it's so frustrating. (laughs) Um, I can tell that I've really kind of reached this culmination point, even with where I'm living right now. I've been here almost, I've been here about seven years and this is the longest I've ever stayed in one place. I think in my entire life, um, wasn't really by choice. I mean, you know, the life, the hustle, the the trials, the tribulations, you know, it kind of just kept me in one spot for a while. But this last year, I've just felt myself outgrow this space more than ever before. I've had moments where I feel like a giant in like this little shoebox, but it kind of flows in and out, you know, but I've kind of come to this consistent feeling of, I know my time to go is soon. And so it's kind of just having to be grateful and work with what I have right now um, until things start to transition into that direction. You know, it's like really important that I remain open and receptive to what it is that I need to do right now. And honestly, moving is not one of those things, but I know that it's in the field and it's going to be coming. Um, I know I had to stay here actually for, for a lot of reasons. And I know where it is I want to go and the things that I want to do. I know that there's a lot that needs to be, um, put in place. There's a lot of boundaries and circumstances and energies that need to be sorted out in order for me to move into these spaces, feel safe, feel happy, um, and move on with my life in a deeper way. You know, this is such a huge chapter. This has been such a big part of who I've become. And it's kind of wild. It's kind of wild, but it feels the most real that it's ever felt. Um, So yeah, this Saturn in Pisces transit. Oh my God. How is everybody feeling? I mean, I honestly feel fantastic. Um, I'm really happy to have Saturn in a, in a sign that's not ruled by Saturn. (laughs) It's been a very, um, potent few years of really, using what I have in front of me and communicating what it is that I need. And as I've talked about so many times before in the episodes before this, legacy, family, my future, all of that is such a big part of this transit for me. And I've been really grappling with a lot of the cycles, the relationships, And the lessons that I've had to close out, I've had to become very honest about. 
I've had to show up and be vulnerable with people that I, to be quite frank, never really wanted to trust um, or thought I couldn't ever trust. And it's left me so pleasantly surprised and feeling so incredibly blessed. It's always been really hard for me to reach out, to lean on people. Um, living alone for like 10 years, it can really uh, condition you to feel that it really is just you out in the world. Um, and this last, I would say maybe six months, it's become very clear who I mean a lot to. And I've had to really make peace and let go of people and situations in my life that I really thought were going to be around forever. Like, I for real thought that it was, like, indestructible. But I was wrong. And as I step into this new level, there are so many people in my life now that actually care a lot about me and are like moving in integrity and being good people to me. But they're all just new relationships too, you know? And as someone with so many Scorpio placements, like having to trust new people and allow new people into my heart it's such a task for me but I know that I'm looking right now at the people that are showing up in my life and who have really stepped up and are making an effort to be in my life I know this is all part of this new landscape these are the new people this is the family, this is the village in making. And I was just speaking about this to one of my good friends yesterday, you know. They say it takes a village to raise a child. I mean, it takes a village to be a fucking adult. And in the times where we are in strife, in the times where we are having these issues where we don't see ourselves clearly, or when we engage with people who hurt us who try to show us um try to show us basically falsehoods that we aren't worthy that we're not good enough it's in these moments where we need to look at the people around us and be confirmed by the quality of those relationships and at the end of the day you know as i've said before you know who you're with is who you are and so when we have these moments we need to look at the people around us and go, okay, look at these people. Are they integral? Are they disciplined? Are they happy? Are they loving? Are they God-fearing? I mean, that's pretty big for me in my life. And um, all of these people are. Literally all of the people in my life, I could genuinely say, are these types of people. And it reflects in the quality of a person that I am because these are the type of people that are taking their time to care about me these are the people that are taking their time to love me and it, I see it in my friendships I see it in the commitments that I'm making 
that I'm moving in the direction I need to. And so sometimes it can be really hard to let people go. It can be really hard to choose yourself. But at the end of the day, when people say your name, what do they say about you? What is your reputation? And hey, here's to say, I'm not saying I have a perfect reputation. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that got some wild shit to say about me. But I will tell you that most people will tell you, man, like I show up and I care. I mean, I care so much. I mean, I, I might, I'm, <laughs> I might take it, I might take it to a level because I care so much. You know what I mean? But that's okay because that's like my spirit and that's my heart. And it comes from such an authentic place of caring, you know? And I've had to learn, I've had to learn to be more open and, um, not very matter of fact, you know, I was raised by a cancer. So like how cancers love you is they tell you what they think you need to do, not what you could do. (laughs) Very much like this is what you need to do. And that's how you're going to do it type of vibe. And I've had to learn how to, you know, tame that a bit because I can get very ultimate in me when I care about people. And I'm like, you need to do this or this is not going to go right. But, um, it's been, quite an interesting few months of sifting through kind of what's been left but I'm understanding now that these are really the only things that matter and outside of that there's been so much richness in my day-to-day experience even with going back to school I'm back on campus for the first time in 10 years. Um, my anthropology professor, professor is actually um, the same professor I had when I was 17 years old and I first walked on campus. And it's been such a joy to connect with him. It, you know, almost 10 years later, he makes me oh man, he inspires the fuck out of me. Like, I won't lie to you. Um, I think he's the reason why I wanted to be a professor when I first was um, starting my, I guess, academic career, like whatever I thought was going on in my life. And it's funny because, um, I mean, yeah, when I wanted to be a professor, I was pretty lost. I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do with my life. Not to say people who want to be a professor don't know what they want to do with their life, but I do see it as kind of like the, that feels like my victory lap. Like, yo, I want to do so much shit. Like, by the time I'm going to be teaching, like, that's just going to be a whole different life for me. And I also feel like to be a professor, you have to be a teacher. Like, you have to know how to teach. You have to be someone who can take the lead. And it's kind of funny because, like, I know a few people um, who, like, (laughs) who are, like, wanting to be professors. Um, And I'm like, bro, like, that's interesting. (laughs) But we'll leave that at that. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, like, he inspires the shit out of me. And he has focused a lot on... Um, more like psychoanalytical anthropology, um, which is 
the route that I'm really trying to go with my studies, um, which I hope to continue to elaborate on as this podcast continues. You know, there's a lot that I wanted to share. I actually recorded a whole podcast about like um, my journey with like the institution and my family and um, all of that stuff. But I actually really need to be extremely mindful and tactful with how I go about that story and also my history with the department because, of course, like this is a place that I'm going to be stepping into sooner than later. And it's important that I remain very tasteful with the stories I want to tell. So we're going to leave it at that for now. But being back in that classroom has really, I don't know, it's like brought this spirit alive within me. Oh my fucking God, who's bugging me right now? Stop. Absolutely not. Not the ops. Oh my god, I can't believe I got that on recording. Oh my god. Yo. (laughs) Being a Scorpio is so fucking funny because you just have these people who move so aggressively, but they think that they're being coy. And I'm like, dude, I see everything you're doing. Like, I... And here's the thing. Why are you checking in on me at 5 o'clock in the morning? I need you to eat something. I need you to get right in your spirit. Like, I get I get it to a certain extent, but listen, baby, I ain't a false idol. You got to take care of yourself. You got to focus on your family. Focus on, focus on what's yours over there. Um, anyways, uh, back to what I was saying. Um... So this whole experience in school, this whole, um, this whole, everything that's going on in my life right now is setting me up for something that is so grounded and so good. And I wouldn't have been able to make it to where I'm at right now, which to be honest is a place of neutrality. And this is a place of feeling like, okay, because the last few months I've been in the fucking trenches, Okay. I will not lie to you. (laughs) And, you know, I really do hope one day to share more of what I have been going through because I think it's really important. And I think my story and my testimony is really important to share at the right time. But that's not now. Um, But what I will share about this experience and what it has taught me recently is that, you know, I was in, I was at the crossroads. I was at the crossroads of some really fucking intense decisions in my life. Decisions that no matter what I chose, were going to change my life. And yes, has it changed my life? Yeah, consider me changed. (laughs) Your girl's changed. And it's all because of the decisions that I've had to make the last month and it was really scary for me 
I was so scared to make the wrong choice. And within the fear, there was resentment, there was spite, there was shame, there was embarrassment, there was rejection. Also intricately interwoven into this choice, into these decisions of how I really wanted to move forward in my life and what I was really going to invest in. I apologize because the building is waking up and I will literally be here for the next hour pausing and starting and pausing and starting, which I kind of have already. And I might lose my fucking mind if I need to keep doing it. So we might just need to rock out with the loudness right now. <laughs> Cause I'm gonna I'm gonna find a flow and I really don't want to stop talking. Unless we have to. So let's just keep going. And then literally, as soon as I said that, the loudest fucking thing could have happened. So I stopped it. <laughs> and we're back. Okay. Uh it will make sense because the thing is I share a wall with the elevator. And this isn't, like, a fucking new building. This is some, like, 1915, you got to pull the gates and it's clonking through the brick wall. Like, the acoustics are crazy in here, dude. Like, literally, I couldn't even start recording because my neighbor was cussing out someone on the phone. And the vibes were just wild. It was just a circus. So, but luckily, I'm, we're, finding, we're finding a moment because it's just been really important for me to talk about these things. Um, see, look at I fucking am already off my flow. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Back to what I was saying. Back to what I was saying. So, when I was starting to be faced with these decisions, it was so hard to not fall into these chaotic visions of my future that were so stressed. There was so much anxiety. I was anticipating so much. And it was causing so much disarray and disorganization within my spirit. And I realized it was because when I was looking into these visions of the future of all of these decisions I needed to make, I didn't see failure in these decisions. I saw victory on both sides. I saw me doing whatever it was I needed to do no matter what. And it was really about what I wanted. What did I want to be my story? It was bigger than God telling me what I needed to do. It was God telling me, you are capable of making this decision that is written for you. But you got to trust that the decision you're making is what was written for you. That this isn't a mistake. That this isn't a bad call or on a whim. That whatever you choose right now was truly part of your story. And there is no shame in that. And so, as I was moving through what could be, what should be, I finally made a decision. That felt right for me. And it was a decision that affected other people too. 
it was a decision that probably hurt some people, let down some people. But that decision made it so clear to me that I'll never be scared again to make the choices I need to make and to do what I got to do. Because I also sat with the grief, the pain, everything that came with it. And you know, sometimes it's really hard to embrace the ugly parts. It's hard to sit in it. I mean, I am someone where like, listen, if I don't need to get into it emotionally, to be honest, I won't, I won't because I'm still working through my fear of feeling completely, of understanding that if I feel an emotion and I allow myself to feel it, that it is a passing feeling. It is not like, well, if, if you cry, bitch, you're going to cry forever. It is never going to stop. Or if you feel that feeling, oh, my God, you're just going to fall apart because I used to be such a freaking martyr, dude. Like, I really did used to be like, my life sucks. It's unfair. Everyone is out to get me. Nobody understands me. My life is hard. And it was like the most hopeless feeling ever. So sometimes when I come across these moments of pain and they're intense, I like want to run and reject it so much because I'm like, this is where it starts. This is the moment, the point of access that I begin to spiral in the opposite direction. But as I've begun to really commit to the work that it is I do with others, I mean, hey, as mental health professionals, we're human too. (laughs) You know? And it can actually be quite frustrating to be in this space and have these tools and be fighting your own conditioning and your own settings to do the work, you know? Especially when you know it works too. So you're like, well, I know it works. So like, maybe I won't like feel better today, but I know I could feel better tomorrow if I wanted to, because I have the tools and it works. So I'll just do it tomorrow. And then I'm like, oh, but I'm busy. Or I have this and that. Okay, but I know the tools work. So I can handle one more day being like sad or like unmotivated or stressed out. I'll do the work tomorrow. It's like a very, very, very circular unfulfilling place (laughs) so I am also doing the work and showing up for myself and it can be hard but you know there's been a lot of talk the last couple months honestly kind of about you know why we're here you know what's the point of us And there's been so many beautiful things that I've seen and I've watched on TikTok, on podcasts, you know, sentiments from, you know, we are God embodied, like, you know, like God is just experiencing life through us. God is experiencing life through the lesser mind. And all of these talks have really led me to this understanding of what it really all is about you see God has never seen life 
through our eyes like he is in this moment. God is experiencing my life, my experience from the way I perceive the world, from my trauma, from my life, from the people I've loved, from the things I've been through. And he's experiencing my life and my existence through my eyes for the first time. It doesn't matter if I've lived a million lives. It doesn't matter if time doesn't exist. It doesn't matter. What matters is in this body, in this consciousness, in this awareness, God is perceiving my life from my eyes in this way for the first time. And that is what is so sacred. That is what is so beautiful. Because even in the moments that are filled with grief, filled with pain, filled with helplessness, you got to understand that God is experiencing it with you. God is you experiencing this pain. God is crying with you. God is moving through the pain with you. God is never leaving you. And this is going to be such an amazing transit, this Saturn in Pisces movement, because there's going to be so many ways. And listen, you can interpret this transit, oh Lord, in so many fucking ways. But what I will tell you is I truly feel that this transit is going to completely shift the way that we move through, speak about, engage with religion and our ideas of God. You know, I think if we got a lot to look forward to. <laughs> and there's also going to be a lot of regulation in the spiritual community. All you people doing energy work out there that don't have any trauma education I'm giving you a heads up now. Get certified, get educated, get into things that are going to give you the appropriate skill and education to handle people because we're moving into a very fluid place between mental health, spirituality, counsel, therapy, divination. Listen, I'm not saying you got to conform to the academic world. I get it. You know, like, I get it, I'm in school, I'm doing the things, but like, I'm not, I'm not pushing that. But what I'm saying is, yo, there are amazing mental health professionals, psychiatrists, people who are doing the work that are sharing their work, or whether that's through courses, through, you know, smaller certifications, like, there are ways to have access to information that is really good and helpful to people. You don't have to be a freaking, you know, MFT to be there for somebody, but we're just getting in a place where the lines are going to blur and whether or not you think it, regulations are going to come. I'm just letting y'all know out there, okay? I'm in this field too. Listen, as a hypnotherapist, I'm not covered with many protections like in the state of California. Like it's such an elusive field that I'm lucky that I even went to a school that has accreditation and has federal fucking backing for the authenticity of my education because you can go to a weekend workshop and call yourself a hypnotherapist like you really can you don't have to have the eight nine hundred hours of experience that I do because I've taken that road and that was that I wanted that accolade I wanted that you know accreditation that was something for me 
I have a Leo ninth house. I take, I, it's, I feel very good and righteous when I do things by the book. <laughs> um, but this transit's going to be big for us because this is going to be a time where I think we really understand how much control, how much divinity, and how much um, fluidity there really is in our day-to-day experience and how we really do have access to it. But you got to trust yourself that when you make these decisions, that they are the, they are the decisions that you were meant to make. I'm like kind of like losing my train of thought now because I've literally had to stop and start this podcast so many times. But I think what I'm really trying to get down to at the bottom of this is we're entering a new season, a new a new chapter of of trials, of blessings, of miracles, of decisions. And I just want you to walk into this next season of your life feeling confident that no matter what strife, no matter what obstacle, no matter what decision, no matter what past part of you keeps trying to come and take the reins of your life, understand that you are in control. And as long as you take the time to ground yourself in your decisions and feel into it and say, hey, no matter what I choose right now, I am protected, I am supported. Understand you're going to get where you got to go regardless, but you can make it easier or harder on yourself. And that is what's written for you. That is the beautiful choice we were given. We're going to get what we want. We're going to get what we were set here to do. But you have the option in making that journey as complicated or as holy as you wish. But no matter what the case, that that path is sacred. No matter how dark or how light. And the first thing you got to do is love yourself regardless. Because this Saturn transit's going to come. It's going to put all your dreams on the table and say, hey, well, this is what you can do right now. This is what you can't do right now. This is what needs work. This is where you're being really unrealistic. This is where you really need to pick the pace up. So what choices are you going to make to get this back in order? And that's when you need to decide how much you trust yourself to make the decisions that you need to make to really just walk into the promise on your life. You know, this moment is so special because just me talking to you through the mic, you listening, this is all happening for the first time. In this moment that we're having together right now, we're just God experiencing each other for the first time. In this way, in this moment, this moment will never be able to be replicated exactly the same. And I think that's really fucking cool. How sacred is that? You know, it's crazy. um, Recently, I was talking to someone about Celine Dion because, man, she'd been going through it. And I was like, dude, like, you know, I was talking about it. And they were like, who is that? And I was like, you don't know who Celine Dion is? I was like, my heart will go on, the Titanic. And they were like, the Titanic like I never saw it I literally fell to the fucking floor I mean as a cancer moon 
I was like, you got to be kidding me. You've never seen the Titanic. Well, we're obviously watching the Titanic. Like the money I would pay to be able to see that movie again for the first time. And when I thought about that moment, I was like, oh my fucking God. I was like, really, we are just God having this moment where we get to show ourselves the thing that we love over and over again for the first time. You just get to have this experience of newness over and over again for the first time. And how cool is that? <laughs> like every moment of your life, you are just completely, you are inspiring our creator in ways that are so minute, so small. You would never even know it, but they're so precious, so honored and loved by the one who made you. Hmm. It's been really good to hang out today. I got to get my shit together because I got to go to school. But I hope that you have such a blessed day. And I hope that this recording found you in a good place. And if not, we'll just know I got you. I'm here for you. And we're all in this because it takes a village. If you're interested in booking a session with me, whether that be hypnotherapy, natal readings, um, astrodiagnostics, we will be getting into astrodiagnostics next episode. I just really had to uh, focus on other things this time, but that I'm very excited to get into. We'll be a lot more biz oriented the next time we meet, but I'm just glad I got to share some sentiments with you that have been running through my mind and maybe a few of them will make sense. Maybe a few of them will resonate somewhere in your spirit. Um, but just know, you know, I see you and it's all going to be okay. Stay blessed. <laughs>